0: Absolute Radio Country is filled with the best sounds from Nashville 24 hours a day. But even we can't fit in everything. You'll find a full story right here. This is Country Music Talk, the podcast that takes you behind the scenes of the world of country music.
1: I'm Balen Leonard. Hello and welcome to the Country Music Talk podcast, where on this episode, I'm joined by an artist who spent the start of his career working as an Elvis Presley tribute act, before finding himself playing the part of the king on the CMT show Sun Records. After moving to Nashville to work on his music, he became a familiar face on America's Got Talent and now he's taking country radio by storm. It's Drake Milligan, so let's get
0: started. This is the Country Music Talk Podcast from Absolute Radio Country.
1: Absolute Radio Country. I'm Balen Leonard. I'm excited because we have a guy that we've been playing for ages. He's absolutely a uh, blowing up in the States and uh, we can't get enough of him over here. We're going to find out if he's going to come over to the UK. Let's get to know him. It is Drake Milligan. Welcome. Hello. Hi there. How are you? Yeah, I'm really good. So everybody in the States buzzing about you, you know, whether they're into country music or not. Obviously, America's Got Talent had a big thing to do with that. But I was actually in Nashville during the final of America's Got Talent. And you were on there with um, our friends, Chapel Hart. And I thought, well, I got to tune into this before I head out on the town. And there you were with John Party. What was that whole experience like for you?
2: It's all really surreal. You know, you look back on it and you go, man, did that really happen? And to be on stage that last night with with John Party, who's one of my favorite guys in country music right now, and and Darius Rucker and Chapel Hart, man, it was just... What a way to kind of cap off the whole experience and kind of make it a magical moment.
1: You know, what's great is that uh, in in the States, obviously, country music and country music stars are household names. In the U.K., it's growing really fast and there's legions of fans over here. But, uh, you know, it's still seen seen as a little bit of a niche genre, even though, you know, millions of people are loving country music in the U.K. Um, For you to have gone zero to 60 and then suddenly you're in everybody's living room every night presumably that changes how you walk down the street it changes your life professionally is that what it felt like for you
2: well a little bit i mean uh, my career is like an elvis a tribute artist if you will um kind of was throughout high school right yeah and i got cast in a series called sun records uh, on cmt um when I was 17. And so I, you know, I kind of got that bump, right? I got to do that TV show and it was great and, and got kind of a taste of being on TV. And then shortly after that, I decided I wanted to do my own thing and, and play country music. And that was that was back in 2017. Yeah. And so, you know, I really spent the last five years just uh, working, working, writing songs, working on uh, being on the road, working in the studio uh, and just trying to, you know, find out what I wanted to say to people and how I want to say it and become a better singer and all that. And so it wasn't exactly just boom. It was a lot of time of, of kind of sitting around Nashville. And, and then, you know, of course, when, when the pandemic hit, I was kind of ready with this record and it was like, okay, what do I, you know, I can't release this record. We had everything recorded. It's like, I can't release any of this stuff right now. It's like, I can't go tour. I can't, you know, I, I can't go see if I can't go to radio stations. And so it's, you know, we had to kind of sit on our hands for a little bit, and then the opportunity for AGT came along, and it was okay. This is a, this is like the perfect opportunity to showcase my songs the world, my story. And once AGT happened, it happened very fast.
1: It always looks like this from the outside, right? Like you're saying, of course, you know, you've been working at this for ages, and you've had your career moments, and and obviously, you know, uh, doing the Elvis thing on TV that that gives you a whole other level. But it's one thing, kind of, I suppose, portraying somebody else that's so iconic, and then what you're getting to. Do now, which is showcase your voice and tell your stories and be Drake Milligan. So that must feel good that you are known for being yourself now.
2: (laughs) It feels good. It 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 does feel good, and it feels good too. That you know, a lot of people make you know Elvis comparisons, Mm. and that's cool to me because it feels in a way that I'm paying tribute. You know, in a different way now, right? I'm I'm still, I'm still kind of you know, I feel like I'm introducing his music to a lot of people too, and and you know, country music through that that crowd so that that feels
1: good you're introducing as well and i guess showcasing spotlight lighting uplifting these traditional sounds in country music and I, I always say that i love new songs that sound old you know that that sound like they have a history and i think a lot of your stuff does that uh, the album by the way that we're talking about is called dallas fort worth and uh listeners to the show will absolutely know every single word to sounds like something i do uh, which we've been playing a lot but that traditional sound and you being from the dallas fort worth area i I mean, pr- presumably that's just in your DNA, right?
2: It is. I mean, you grew up in Texas and you can't get away from it, right? Mm-hmm. We have, I mean, George Strait is the king of country music there. And, and really beyond that, you know, you have like guys like Bob Wills, you know, who still get played like Western yeah. swing stuff. He still get played a lot in Texas. and You have a whole music market in Texas. Guys and girls kind of holding on to that traditional sound. And for me, it's not like I'm bring back country music, all this. It's more of just that's my influence, right? Yeah. My influence is, comes from... 90s country and brooks and dunn and alan jackson and, and beyond that you know merle haggard and george jones and eddie arnold and jim reeves and, and so for me it's just a it's just using my influences and and you know that's what i know right so it's not like i'm trying to do anything old or new or i'm just trying to do you know music that i love
1: yeah you're just doing your thing i lived in texas for a while actually i lived in houston which i know has a big rivalry with dallas you know you either you either like dallas or you like houston but you don't like both and you can be an absolutely massive star in the state of texas never need to leave the state of texas you know we, we've seen that time and again with artists and some of them have have burst out you know whether it's aaron watson or or, or or cody johnson or all the rest of them that have kind of reached outside of that sort of thing but i mean texas it's a big old place and there's also loads of different influences there that aren't the traditional sound as well
2: yeah. I mean, Texas is its own thing. Uh, you know, and I, I was really influenced a lot by, you know, that kind of Texas scene, Texas music growing up. Uh guys like Pat Green, Wade Bowen, Randy Rogers, Cody Johnson, you know, or other guys, the concerts that I would go see, uh, you know, in high school. And, you know, when I was really listening to music, it was a lot of those guys. And so, but, but I made the decision early on that I was going to move to Nashville and do it from Nashville because a lot of my heroes, big names in country music, that George Strait, you know, mm-hmm. recorded everything in Nashville. Kind of brought it up in Texas, started in Texas, and then took that Texas took those Texas roots to Nashville, where they have the best studios in the world, the best songwriters in the world, and the best producers. You know, best, the best musicians. musicians. Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, I wanted to take advantage of that. And you know, it is a, it is a machine. Nashville is a machine, but it's a pretty well old machine by this point. You know. It, there's a lot of great music just kind of waiting to come out of Nashville still every day. And so I made the decision early on to move there and just learn all I could. But all the while, just try to bring my roots to that, right? And, and bring, you know, my flavor because I, I felt like that that's what was going to make me unique in Nashville was – You know, not trying to become whatever is popular, but just trying to kind of hold the flag for Texas a little bit.
1: Yeah. And also, you know, everybody talks about authenticity when it comes to country music. And uh, like you say, you're not it's not like you're fighting a fight or, you you know, you're fighting your corner for, for Texas. That's just... Who you are—that's authentically who you are—and that seems to shine through certainly. And people seem to connect with that as well.
2: Absolutely, and and I always want—I mean, I want to—I want to have hits. I want to have songs on the radio. And, yeah, of course. There's really no more successful radio artist than George Strait, right? He had 60 number one hits. It's like, how do you beat that, right? I mean, all the while, though, he was staying true to his roots, right? Mm-hmm. He was staying true to who he was, and you know, never really changed his sound throughout his whole career. He still hasn't—you know—he's okay. still putting out records that are really good and and sound like George Strait. So. That's kind of like my North Stars, to aim for a career like that, where you just kind of stay true to you and your, your audience and give people music they want to hear.
1: So when you were on um, AGT, not to belabor the point, but, you know, we've got Britain's Got Talent over here and we, and we have all of these shows. And, you know, we, of course, we never have country artists on those, but there's always country artists featuring on the ones in the States. Um, of the judges, who's the biggest country fan? Like Is Simon Cow actually a big country fan, do you think? Or is it just about what's going to work, what's going to sell records?
2: I got the impression that Simon is a country fan, but Simon knows also too, that, you know, America's a huge country fan. And so, and the world and and people come around to it. I think country music tells stories, right? And people Mm -hmm. love those stories and people want to feel related to country music does that for, for anybody. And Simon knows enough about music to know that that's a pretty good recipe for getting people to like music. And I'm I'm sure he's a country fan. So uh, he's seen the most enthusiastic about country of all the judges.
1: So uh, the UK, when are we going to get you over in the UK? Everybody knows every word. These songs, every time we play them, and we play them a lot, they get such good reaction from people. People are able to watch uh, AGT over here in various ways. So they they even outside of country, they know who you are. Any plans to come over to the UK?
2: I can't say anything, you know, let anything slip too much. We are planning to come over there next year. So, okay. so everybody can check it out. And whenever whenever it's all announced, they'll see it on my socials and everything. But we are, we are looking at it. We are planning on it. I really want
1: over there well you know i mean the whole of the uk would fit inside of texas so <laughs>
2: you'll be able to cover it yeah i've seen about every corner of texas so i'd love to see about every corner of
1: the uk and what have you heard about the uk audiences has anybody talked to you about them like people who have been um, over here?
2: i've just heard that that people in the uk love live music and support yep. live music in a way that really nobody else really does people that go over there on tour just say man people are just so pumped just to be in the moment and mm-hmm. enjoy live music and it, it's a feeling like, you know, you get it every now and then, you get a great crowd and everything. But they Everybody just says, man, it's just all the time. People are just so in the moment and loving great music. So I'm looking forward to that.
1: All right. Well, we can't wait. We'll keep an eye on your socials and see when you're coming over to the UK. Uh, Drake Milligan, the album is out now, Dallas, Fort Worth. Thank you so much for joining us and come see us when you're in the, in the UK. We'll sit down and have another chat. Thank you. And thank you so much for playing my song.
0: It means a lot. The Country Music Talk Podcast. From Absolute Radio Country. An in-depth look behind the scenes at the world of country music.
1: So great to talk to Drake Milligan. He's going to have a huge year in 2023. Now, if you love country music, and you want to make sure that you never miss out on the latest news and gossip from the biggest stars, just subscribe to the Country Music Talk podcast, and you'll never miss a moment. And of course, you can join me on Absolute Radio Country. Just download the free Absolute Radio app or ask your smart speaker to play Absolute Radio Country. I'll see you on the next one. And remember, keep it country.
0: If you enjoy the Country Music Talk podcast, chances are you'll also enjoy Absolute Radio Country. It's the place where real music matters, and we love country music just as much as you do. You'll find us online on the free Absolute Radio app on digital radio throughout the U.K. Or just ask your smart speaker to play Absolute Radio Country.